Wakey Wakey Upper East Podcasters. It's brunch time, and on the menu today, new money, old secrets, and as always, a surprise dish. Hey everyone, I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. Why is she answering? Where is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> and we are two men of color. Talking about a show that does not d- represent us at all. Yeah, rich Woo! teens, rich white teens. So many rich white teens. So this week we're going to be discussing episode two, episode 15 of season two, Gone with the Will. Yeah, and the title comes from Gone with the Wind. Oh my God, so clever. Good so job, writers. So clever. I, I'm sad that like there was no like, you know, moment where she's on the stairs r- dressed as, you know, dressing as... um from the curtains like she had like made clothes from the curtains in the movie is that like what scarlett o'hara does i don't know what's gone with the wind is oh yes go oh it's such a good movie oh my god it's so good i have not watched it it's okay it's 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 four hours like it's, oh my god it's i don't commi- have that much time it's a commitment but like it's super good though i don't know i watched it a bunch when i was a kid i was a weird kid <laughs> i didn't go outside i watched come with the wind <laughs> <laughs> I read every single Nancy Drew book. Gone with the Wind so was not I. something. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god, twins. Yes, I had I had, I had all the books in my um I I didn't all the books, but I had like most of the books in my like my little library in my bedroom. Oh my god, cute. Very cute. All right, the Netflix description of this week is Bart's will is read and everyone learns the fate of the Bass Empire. Plus, Dan discovers the secret between Rufus and Lily. Yeah, they fucked up on that one. Yeah, because he, he did that fucking last, last week. week. Which, let, that, I feel like that's like the entire episode in a nutshell, is that everything that happened happened last episode. Yeah, this like this, I didn't like this episode. This it's is a filler, boring. filler episode yeah. for the most part. It was just kind of like, okay, guys, so let's... We let's, have to release another episode. Right, we, we gotta have, like, we have, we're contractually obligated to like re- record, you know, so many episodes because... You know, we only had 18 the first seasons. We have to make up a couple more that we missed out last year because of ad revenues. So let's get in here and let's make a filler episode. So essentially, it's like last week's episode was kind of like, explain me this this plot of the show if I was a 15-year-old. <laughs> Now week. it's like this week. It's like wait, five. This, yeah, if I'm five. Like, let's bad try. No, I don't quite understand. Like, why is this happening? Yeah. So like, it's so uh, bad. It's it's a not a great episode. And um, but let's get into it. All right. So we we can start off with um Bart's will being read. Yeah. So um, there is a reading for Bart's will and. Lily is not there um, because she's traveling with Rufus, as we know from last week, looking for their love child. Yes, Um, which we'll get into later in the episode. So um, when his will is being read, um, Chuck is handed a letter. We find out that uh, 20% of the um, company goes to Lily. Like 29% goes to the board. And then... 51%, which is a controlling... um, The majority uh, share. The majority shares of... uh, Bass Industries goes to dun dun dun. Who else but Chuck Bass? Chuck Bass. So he. So a seventy-year-old child <laughs> now runs this like <sighs> conference. Yeah. So yeah, he's very young, and so 
also that the thing that happens at this um meeting is that Jack Bass, who we all hate and yeah. like don't even love to hate, just hate. <laughs> um, he's also named legal guardian of Chuck. And Jack is pissed off. He's so pissed. Like he's like, I've been sweating my ass my balls off in Australia for like who knows how long. Doing God knows what. He sent me to the, literally the other side of the planet to, you know, not be involved in any of the, you know, bass industries happenings in new york city i've been essentially exiled and now this fucking chump of a child who like throws a tantrum just because like oh my dad died it's like <laughs> that's that's a weird that's i feel like a 17 year old should be allowed to throw a tantrum I'm, this is the, this is from the this is from the, the perspective, perspective of, of jack bass it's like yeah. oh my dad died i'm gonna throw myself over roof and now he's gonna be controlling you know 51 percent of the company that i you know you know, basically worked my ass off to get to the top of. Which I also don't understand Jack's surprise as like, I don't understand anyone's surprise that, that Chuck was awarded the major sh- majority share because he is his, his heir. Yeah. He's his son. Like what, what else are we going to expect? Are we expecting him to give it to his brother who he exiled to Australia? Yeah. Like why would he, what, there's no reason he would give it to his brother. There's no reason we should be surprised. It's, kind of weird that we're all surprised and so like in this letter that bart wrote to him giving him the controlling share he's like you know son i believe that you're ready and you've been groomed properly to run this business and everyone's surprised by this and it's not believable in my opinion no not at all it's just like i feel like in the room the guy who was like the executor or or probably not even executor of the account but like the attorney he's Mm kind of just like you got to read this letter and just, it's a weird way to read a will. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've personally have never been in the room for a will hearing, but like I asked my dad about this because I saw him this weekend, and mm-hmm. so I, I saw this episode before I had saw my dad, and, I was, and he has been in on will hearing a couple times, and I was like, so how like how like what goes down in these things? Like it's actually really fucking boring. Because it's like pages and pages and pages of assets that are being distributed, Exactly, yeah. And just how, you know, you're there for hours, for hours, like depending on how much this person owns, you know, and he's like, he was talking about like how like the attorney, if it's like most people are not even in the room, like only people in the room are people who are going to be in the will. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of people who you would, um, you wouldn't expect are in the will, like people who like, um, like there will be there will be someone from the board present at this meeting. Yeah, number one. There there should have been. There was. I think done. there was just a lawyer that was representing Lily, and then um, outside of the the will reading area, I guess there was Blair and Nate, who's back. Yes, for you know a hot second as support. Some yeah, just for support. Yeah. He came and like the way he looked, he looked like he came from school. Like I must go to school to go to will hearing. Yeah. Like, also, where where were you when uh, Chuck's dad died? You're gonna be here for the 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 will reading, okay, guy? Like yeah. good friendship. Oh my god, I feel you. Oh my god, yeah. So like there was so much going on in this episode as far as like, well, there's not so much like, going on in this episode, boring, but yeah, like, like so, nitpicky stuff. Yeah, I feel like my issue here was just like, ugh, I I don't. Well, we talked about how much we don't like Jack in this episode. I feel like there's so much like retreaded ground in this episode that I almost don't even want to review it. I mean, I'm going to because there's there is some stuff that happened in this episode. There is one stuff that happened, two stuffs that happened. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's like reason enough to discuss it. But I feel like as far as this plot 
um, this plot line goes. Um, it's a bit one dimensional just because you, you're trying to see Chuck and how he's taking the, the concept that his father actually loved and respected him. But you don't. Right. You don't. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where like, oh, he loved me all along. He loved me all along. It's like, actually, you know, he probably didn't only because like he didn't want to give it a jack. So I figured, okay, the only other person I can really give it to is my son. Yeah. Because he was like kind he of a default. Hates jack. Yeah. This is not surprising because as I said before, jack was in Australia, not in New York. Yeah, exactly. You should not that's be a reason. Yeah, there's a reason why... Jack was exiled to, yeah. to Australia. Why he's being so far removed from the company? And I can like almost see him giving it to Lily, but not really. Yeah, and I think like I mean he, I think I, I think if they had been married longer, yeah, he would have given it to Lily. I, I think he would have given control to Lily and would have given like uh, Chuck fifty percent, not fifty percent, like twenty percent. Yeah, exactly. But I think like because. Um, him and Lily only been married like a year, and he like still knows about the Rufus thing, right? Exactly. Didn't really want that going to her, right? So, yeah. so outside of the Bass for like the Bass Industries stake, do we learn anything about how the money is distributed? Because I assume he has some sort of liquid assets that are not like just shares, right? He does. Um, they did mention that like his inheritance. They don't say like a figure, but everyone's like saying a billion dollars is what his inheritance is. It's going to be into a trust oh, that's that he can right. access when he's eighteen years old, which, which is not yet. Which is also irresponsible as fuck. Yeah, eighteen, eighteen. They're giving a billion dollars to an eighteen-year-old. You yeah, want like it? he's gonna be so fucked up. Yeah, like he's gonna start all of his nose. Number one, I mean, <laughs> but also like I feel like they did that because if you're gonna, okay, well next year season you know <laughs> we have you know be you know have a billion dollars he's 18 years old that's crazy oh my god but like it's like to I, do something yeah because like i feel like most people who have trust funds can't access it until they're 25 yeah i've heard that which is yeah. that makes sense you're like you're past college and like you've had some formative years outside of college right and that's when you kind of start becoming an adult and be like hey i have to go to sleep at 7 p.m right exactly and i feel like too like when you are in a position to have a trust fund you're you don't really have to worry about anything at 18 years old you're in school yeah for the most part yeah exactly if you're fortunate like that's not everybody's story if you're fortunate to be in school you're in school at that age and then also when you have a trust fund like i don't understand the the idea of giving it all to one person all at once uh because it's just irresponsible it's irresponsible yeah 18 so if you give it to them all at once, you're only taxed on it once rather than every time it's distributed, I think. And then maybe that's why, because then like you can't give him like, you know, a hundred thousand dollars when he's 18 and then another hundred thousand is going to be taxed AF every single time it's given to him. Yeah. Anyways, this is obviously only for story what we can do next season. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm diving way too deep. Into no, this. no, deep, deep, no, deep. <laughs> The, I like to have because this episode's so shallow. Yeah, absolutely. No, for real. Like, I'm interested in like that idea of just like the whole like. It's not. It's probably not interested to anybody else. But like, I'm interested in taxes and like you know, um, the way things are distributed and just the way. Yeah. Um, because I don't have enough in, um enough information or not information, but enough knowledge. Yeah, neither do I. But. I don't know. Regardless, it's so you know what? If you have a billion dollars and want to put it into a trust for me and share oh to access gosh. when we are now. Yes. Now. Immediately. Please. 
um, make it out to cash. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> citizens all state house. But regardless, like you gotta get dollar sign H. <laughs> yes, exactly. Make it out of cash so we can uh, have fun. Because I will not tell everyone else. Gonna throw a party. I would throw a gossip girl party. Oh my God, I totally would too. And this is extravagant. Like I'll oh wear my like God. I'll wear like Harry Winston diamonds. I have a gown that I've been wanting to wear for ages with this fur vest. And it's like the only place it would be appropriate is at a summer gossip girl party at the art museum. Oh man, not a winter one. Oh my gosh! How was your art museum holiday party? Our art. So my my company holiday party was on Friday, and it Which was is incredible that it's on a Friday because it never happens. Yeah, it was amazing, and it was like at the art museum, and it was lit AF. They let us go see some of the art, which was cool. That's cool. And this is a really nice exhibit right now. We only got to see the contemporary wing, mm. um, because I guess having the entire art museum available to us would not have been. Um, they couldn't like have enough security for the amount of people that we had but it was really fun it felt really glamorous and like a lot of people rented ball gowns and i did not rent a ball gown but i had a sequined uh gold dress and then i did wear it with my fur vest because it's winter and i have to yes it was it was just so awesome to see everyone's outfits that's awesome everyone looked really nice oh yeah i had two holiday parties because the way my company is we have like a two Two. What? But one was like uh, one was offsite, one was in the in the offices. But like, um, because we have like a huge like umbrella company, and then we have a smaller division, and so the 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 big umbrella company had theirs offsite. But ours was like on the the second of December. Where was yours? It was in this really cool spot, um, in Bronzeville called Little Black Pearl, and we we had the entire building. Oh, nice! And it was fun. A lot of people. We had raffles and all that fun stuff. So it was cool. Oh. And then the in and then uh, the in in office party was last Thursday, and we had so much alcohol because we never had liquor at our parties. It was always like either wine or beer, but not liquor. Like, we had like a case of vodka. We had like oh my god. We had two cases of bourbon. We had a, we had like two massive bottles of tequila. We had gin, and so we just had like an alcohol room essentially. Oh so we're just like, all right, we're gonna like make some cocktails. Let's have. And we played three rounds of musical chairs, but grown folks musical chairs. Nope. Also, the chairs had wheels on them. <gasps> So oh you can imagine all the face painting that was happening. That sounds amazing. It was delightful. Everybody was so cute and Office like drunk. Parties are just like so cute. They are. It was very cute, and everybody and everybody brought food, and because it was a potluck, and also there was so much dessert. I ate my face off. I drank a lot, and I left at six o'clock because it started at three. Oh my god! And I left at six. It and started I was, at three. It started at three because yeah, it started at three, and we um I left at six o'clock, and it was fantastic. I was in bed. Drunk and happy at like nine thirty. <laughs> I was in bed so early, and then I was off the next day because um I had to, um not had to, but I was um a guest lecturer at um show, <laughs> at a friend of the show James's uh last class at SEIC, which is uh cool because that was School of Arts Institute, which matches with your story. Yeah, full circle. But yeah, so Art I was. Yes, yeah, so I was there. I was at. I was at. I was not actually at the museum, but I was at the school. Yeah. That morning of your party. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, Christmas parties. Christmas parties are fun. I really, I really enjoyed ours. It was. Yeah. I love being fancy. I like, do too. I was I very fancy. I know. I was really envious because I was like, I want to have fun in a ballroom or something. <laughs> I honestly, I have like so many like outfits that are incredible for like 
galas because I but we don't go to any galas, right? I know I don't yeah. want galas, but I have so many dresses that would be perfect for a gala. We really need to do a Gossip Girl gala. We really do. Yeah, or just like or just go out in our in our like yeah. That's also a thing we could do. You know, just go out in like our, in our dress the nines. Just go out, go to like some like really douchey ass, you know, River North, River North, or like Old Town area. Oh my god, it's very it's very localized to Chicago, but like we're just essentially like a douchey area. Like like if you're in New York, basically like going like going to anywhere that or going <laughs> to kidding. going to like Midtown and just going to like or going to fucking Wall Street. Yeah, and just like you know going to like some asshole bar where like people don't flush a toilet because they don't give a shit. And but they did give a shit to the toilet. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, guys are doing coke in the bathroom. Essentially, there are a lot of things in the bathroom. I'm like picturing that episode of The Office where they go see Ryan in New York City. <laughs> That's exactly what you're describing. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. We have to have the guy who looks like a hobbit, though. Oh, my God. Otherwise, it's not a party. I love that description. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh. Anyways, speaking of partying in New York, uh, Jack, being the wonderful, wonderful uncle of Chuck that he is, conspires with Blair, with whom he has some sort of New Year past. We still don't know. Yes. Well, they, they lead it to something of, like, you know... They hooked up on New Year's. They hooked up on New Year's, and Blair does not want to um, not only admit it that it happened, but definitely confess to Chuck about it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to tell anyone that I exactly. I was something like, "Oh, that never happened." I don't know what we're talking Chuck about. Who? Who are you? I don't. I don't. I've never seen. I've never seen your dick before in my life. <laughs> That's a dick I have not seen. Yeah. So, um, so Jack talks to Blair, and he's like, "You know what? I I want to throw Chuck a." a congratulations party what do you want jack you obviously Ugh, hanging up but barring that to apologize this whole process just wasn't what i was expecting i uh i want to make it right chuck's the only family i've got i know poor chuck luckily he is me what do you say we throw him a party to celebrate him running the company why not celebrate bart dying that would be just as tasteless just Something to show he has our support. I'm having dinner with Chuck tonight. He knows he has my support. Blair, you know better than anyone how rough things have been for Chuck lately. And unfortunately, I didn't help the way I reacted this morning. I really want to do something nice to celebrate. I'll bring Chuck. You round up his friends. And Blair, let's make it a surprise. Fine. Brunch tomorrow, the palace. Blah blah blah. It's a show like I'm supporting him. Like, do you want to join me because you're also supportive? And Blair's like, no, I'm getting dinner with him. Also, I hate your guts. Also, that's a really gross thing to celebrate. Yeah, because his dad just like, died. Congratulations, dad died. Now you're rich. Yeah, and which is which is extremely valid. Like that is so disgusting to celebrate because he only has his money because his dad's dead. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, congrats, buddy. Here's some cash. Aww. Yeah, it's gross. So I hate Jack. Like Jack. Like Jack is uh, Bart's brother like doesn't he feel any sort of remorse but no he's a sociopath yeah also he's salty about the fact that like his brother you know like distant himself so far away from um from himself and Mm -hmm. so it's such a long and such a very it was not how i put this it's very personal. It's yeah, it's very personal. Put him in australia yeah like it's definitely like it, it was it was it was very 
intentional mm-hmm. they did yeah. not it's like i'm putting you here like he could have like he could have been in london he could have been like you know in california he could have been like anywhere closer to new york he put him in the fucking opposite, opposite of the, of the, the world. world like it's like yeah i'm gonna have you as far as i possibly can get you away from me oh my god like it's a different day over there like we're, yeah we're, we're like in the future that's how far away <laughs> you're away depending on where you go either the future or the past regardless like you're going you're you're going through time in order to like <laughs> fucking get to this kid my god yeah that's that's kind of rude and douchey we don't know that much about bart and jack's relationship because no. jack pretty much only showed up just now right exactly didn't know that um he even had an uncle until yeah. he showed up Ugh. yeah so there's a lot of bad blood <laughs> pun intended <laughs> <laughs> Share says, share pods. <laughs> Bad blood. <laughs> I have the worst. Yeah. <laughs> True. So, yeah, so Jack, he decides to, you know, throw a party for um, for uh, uh, Chuck. And he also specifies to Blair that it has to be a surprise party mm-hmm. because of reasons we'll find out mm-hmm. soon. Yep. So as we talked about before, um, Blair was going to take Chuck out for dinner just mm-hmm. to hang out as friends. And uh, Jack, like, I, I don't know, kind of like swoops in and is like, hey, Chuck, like, I don't know if you want this life with Blair, do you? Yeah, he, he gets it in his head. He, like, manipulates him. Like, he manipulates everybody. Like, he's manipulating yeah. Blair into getting in the brunch situation. And now he's like, okay, now that I have this information about you and Blair going to have gonna have dinner together, and I know that she is essentially pushing Chuck into taking over the company because that's something that, like, we didn't ever actually discuss. When Chuck found out that he was given, you know, 50, 51% of the shares, Chuck rejected the it. shares. He rejected it. <laughs> he had fifty one percent of this share too, if he wants. Um, Heyo. A uh, at least drunk, gross Chuck, not this nice straight lace. I'm not into it. Uh, anymore. I don't like his hair. It still looks gross. Like he hasn't cut it in a while. So I think you can still. He's still messy. Yeah, but like uh, not not too messy. I okay. like I like I like him. I like him messy. Yeah. I'm gross. I like bathed. them so messy that I don't want to clean them for six months until my parents get here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. That's not good. <laughs> but yeah, so like he rejected it and he said, you know, Jack, you can have them if you want. And then, you know, Jack's like, all right, cool, bro. And so um, Blair kind of pushes him to right. be like, you know what? Be the man that your father thought you can be. He believed in you and I believe in you too. Everyone believes in you. And um, he kind of is like okay like you know what that's all i need i need your belief in me and i'll do it yeah which is sweet yeah because like there's there's it's still weird between chuck and blair from like the last you know 10 episodes Mm -hmm. and the whole i don't know grossness of chuck um yeah but like there's but there's still like some kind of there's still love and respect there and um and they're trying to move forward with like at least friendship Right. And like, if not a relationship, just like to still at least be friendly. Like they, they were also very close friends before that. Right. And they want to at least continue doing that. If not, you know, get together or whatever. Right. So now that um, Blair has convinced Chuck to like, you know, essentially take on the role as the majority shareholder, Jack is like, okay, I need to like fix a way to break this up mm-hmm. because Chuck is not as strong as he is with 
he's not as strong as he is with Blair. With, yeah. Without, 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 without Blair. So he, you know, gets in there, gets Chuck away from his his plans with Blair. Yeah. And he says, he's like, is this the life that you want? Like, go to work and then come home to your wife who's like cooked you dinner and just like all this other gross shit. Yeah. It's manipulating him. It's just like yeah. in his head and like making it seem like what, which like is it's actually, bad. Not even that, but like, it's not happening. Like she's not his girlfriend. No, he's not, not even his girlfriend. Right. You know, they're not together. So like the idea of like Chuck putting all this nonsense in his head is just freaking him I out. I hope you no don't reason. mind. I let myself in. I made my decision, Jack. I know. And I owe you an apology. The fact is you're Bart's son and it is your rightful place. Your blessing means a lot to me. Good. Now, before we start spooning, I want to take you out tonight to properly celebrate. I'm having dinner with Blair. Reschedule Blair. I can't. She's been a good friend to me. Yeah, I saw you two talking this morning. Last time I had a friend like that, I wound up with gonorrhea. Suprax? Or Stefan. I mean, is this who you imagine Chuck Bass to be? A man who spends his day at the office and goes home to the wife? It's no coincidence your father had his most success when he was single. I uh, invited a few friends to join us. I guess I'll have to entertain them on my own. <laughs> Last chance. Yeah, and like he's he's making up a fictionalized version of Blair too, because like Blair has her own ambition, and um, Chuck is still like easily manipulated in this case because he's still very very vulnerable, and Jack is very easily able to take advantage of that. And so what he does is. Bring some uh, scantily clad women to his room and is like, you know what? Just blow off dinner with Blair and hang out with me instead. Your uncle who cares about you. I'm not sure what uncle you're talking about because you try to like, you know, undersell me in the company. So right? I don't understand why he like trusts uh, Jack over himself. Like, I mean, in I think, any sort of case. I think I think because like Jack is his sole. Um. So, living yeah, living relative. I mean, he is grasping to any kind of fam- um, familial uh, asset he has right now, and yeah, like outside true. of outside of his, his his father's money is Jack. That's the only thing he has left as, uh, as far as family goes. Yeah, very true. So it's it's a bummer that like you know, and if I mean that just makes the way that Jack manipulating Chuck even worse know, because he's it's like the only person he thought he could trust sort of yeah he's, he's appealing to that part of chuck that's like i need some sort of family yeah i'm an orphan now i'm i'm a you oh know my, my god he is his mother's dead his father's dead. he's an orphan he has no other family except for jack and so like you know there's this part of chuck that's probably trying to appeal to him and also try to like you know you know get his respect get some kind of you know um acceptance from him and because it's his new father figure right. in his life yeah and like love because he's love hungry i mean that's mm-hmm. that's his whole thing he's like he has like no kind of oh gosh it's and the thing is is like if it was any other character i would feel empathy for him but i don't <laughs> i know it's chuck and he sucks <laughs> and it's just like he's he's such a tragic character in the way that like he should be super empathetic because of all the shit that's going on with him. And then also he opens his mouth and it's just like, you're the worst. And I hate you. And I don't care what happens to you at all. But um, for the sake of plot, though, um, is very interesting to watch. Yeah. And yeah. just 
he is i mean like i would never in my wildest dreams want to be with an, anyone like him or like be associated with anyone like him or like even be friends because like yeah him. he's the worst. awful but he seems a, like just so terrible to like like you know, poor Blair's been like walking on eggshells every time she tries to talk to him, mm-hmm. and she's just like, she's not able to like be herself completely around him, and that's that's a terrible way to feel. Yeah, she's like she's essentially, you know, um, bending to his um, his reactions. Like yeah. she's, she's she's changing herself to make to accommodate him as much as she as much as she can, and it's really hard to watch <laughs> yeah it's hard to see because she's yeah. such a great figure but like in, i don't know like as far as like a plot um not plot but a character he's very interesting to watch i would just never want never to, want the best for him yeah never want the best for him i don't and, i don't actively root for him like i mean mm. actually i root for him over jack for sure that's and like and i think that, i think that's probably why jack was created because chuck is the fucking worst and you need someone worse than he is yeah exactly you need something like at least to a certain extent um Chuck does have a conscience, and that's Blair. Blair mm. is his conscience to a certain degree. Jack doesn't. Jack doesn't have that. He is his own entity, and he doesn't give a He's shit about a anyone. Soulless being. Yeah, and it's awful. So um, Jack ends up taking out Chuck with um, these women. They're they're seen like in a limo, partying and making out with each other and drinking and lots of gossip girl stuff. Yeah, it's like a montage. Blah blah blah. Classic gossip limo. girl montage. It's. Uh, probably the same montage they use in other episodes <laughs> just cut and paste <laughs> i know it's like it doesn't matter no one's gonna know this is from the first episode it's fine it's fine <laughs> all right so on to the next storyline um this storyline isn't over yet but we're going to cover it as it all convenes at chuck's surprise brunch yes meanwhile yeah meanwhile <laughs> at, the, at the ranch Yes, back of the ranch of the Humphreys. Uh, uh, shit's going down because Dan is still keeping that fucking secret. Oh my god, I don't, I don't even know how I would keep a secret from my boyfriend if we shared a sibling. I'd be like, by the way, we can't fuck anymore because this is weird. Uh, so Dan is. You have her eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, so Dan is being secretive, still not really talking to Serena because he's if he talks to her, he's gonna blab. Yeah. And uh, so he's like in the courtyard of the school having a, you know, not so private conversation with his dad about, or someone about something. His father. Yeah. yeah. So like essentially um, uh, Serena is talking to Eric, which I love because a sibling, a sibling love, walks her back. A sibling walks her back. I love how uh, Serena and Eric interact with each other. Yeah, it seems so, so real. It's so sweet and sincere. And they were like having their like, you know, their morning walk to school. And Serena's complaining about Dan that he's avoiding her phone calls. And Eric's complaining about Jenny because Jenny's stalking Eric and his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like talking about their like, you know, individual story plots. And, you know, Eric is like, oh, he's probably freaked out because he thinks that your parents are bon- our parents are boning. Because, you know, they're in Boston together on a trip for n- no reason that they gave to their children. Right. They, what else do you expect? Right. So, yeah, exactly. They're, like, Dan's the only one who knows why they went on the trip. And Jenny essentially feels the same way as Eric. It's like, oh, you know, um, Dan and Serena, uh, sorry, um, Lily and Rufus are totally boning, blah, 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 you know, and... And it, it's difficult because Dan's like he knows why 
they're on the trip so he's not, he's not only lying to serena he's also lying to jenny now so yeah. like it's like it just keeps on piling piling and piling and so when serena corners him in the courtyard she's like hey our parents are not together my mom told me they're not it's mm, cool they're never gonna be they're never gonna be together so we're fine he's like yeah sure we're fine and, so and like, like they have a talk and it's like obviously not fine it's with not him. like he looked so pained when he oh had to kiss god. her he's yeah. like oh god oh god it's don't like he, make me do this <laughs> it's like he lost a bet or something yeah like he's dating her just because like someone's like i dare you to date serena and he's like oh fine and she's all I'll that pretend to like it it's like she's all that and like <laughs> oh my god another team comedy oh my god she is the girl and she's all that is way too good for freddie prince absolutely you yeah. have beautiful eyes. <laughs> Kiss me. <laughs> Hacky sack. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that is that is a fantastic movie. It's so good. Okay. So um what what happens is like Dan's also talking to his dad on the phone in the courtyard and the minions overhear that he might have a secret about something because he's like, I can't tell anyone. Or like, I don't know, something they figure out that he has a secret or he's keeping something from Serena because he says, I don't want to keep this from Serena anymore. <laughs> Right, he's like speaking very loudly. In like, a come on, come on, guy! Like, have some sort of self awareness with what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's so it's so loud, and he's like, it's so painfully obvious that yeah. something's secret. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to keep it from Serena anymore. You know, I gotta keep it from her, and I'm tired of lying. So, like, you gotta figure out something else, Dad. Yeah, and I don't think he said Dad. I just think like he's figuring something else out, and so like the minions are like. Excuse me. Oh, he must be cheating. Right. So, like, they put out a blast on Gossip Girl, which is like the first time we've heard about like anything posted on Gossip Girl in a minute. So, hey, Gossip Girl. Yeah, they love me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So they they the hit that they put out is like, hey, we hear Dan is cheating on Serena. Find evidence. Yeah, it's like a fishing expedition. It's like, let's find out the tea. Let's spill it, please. Give us some deets. Essentially, yeah. Well, the 2009 version of like, where's the tea at? Where the tea at? Okay, here's the tea. I got you the tea. It's fine. So yeah, so there's this fishing expedition, and Chuck, uh, Chuck, but Dan's like, oh, he has a secret. Oh We're fuck, find yeah. Find out who he's cheating. Like, why would you cheat on Serena again? Yeah, it's Which, like remember Georgina. Yeah. Oh my God, no, I don't remember. Jo- I forgot about Georgina. Oh God, Georgina, Georgina Sparks, Georgina. Okay, so, so there's a hit out in Gossip Girl, and he's like walking around the school, and like I don't know, I guess every, his, the contents of his locker have been emptied out, and he has like a sandwich for lunch, <laughs> and Gossip Girl posts about what kind of sandwich he eats. Yeah, it's just like really funny because like like it's so childish. It's so like they're high schoolers, like obviously it's childish. Oh yeah, it's just like oh my god, but do better, guys. That's like exceptionally childish because yeah. like you forget the thing is like. Yeah, they're in high school, but you constantly forget they're in high school because I they know. have all these like random expeditions and like random ass like com- like like side things. Like they're also like in a, in a you know in this episode they're also in a will hearing. Yeah, and also like, like there that's was things that much older people do. Right, or like there were also strippers involved, and like they're all 17, 16 years old. So it's like very hard to articulate or deal with the ramifications of what's going on on the show. So when they have like little peddly ass shit, like you know. <laughs> kids throwing their locker contents on the ground you're like wait a minute this is make sense you're too over this you're like actually no this is age appropriate this is the one age appropriate thing that happened like, in this whole episode we know we know that dan reads gossip girl right because like yeah he like jenny has caught him reading gossip girl constantly mm-hmm. and like it's kind of surprising he doesn't know why this is happening 
And like Serena also doesn't know why this is happening because she comes up to him and she's like, what's going on? And it's I don't I don't find that believable. Yeah, I don't know that uh, no one that none of them know what's happening because they all pay attention to Gossip Girl. You know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so later at the candy store, <laughs> Dan, Dan and Vanessa are candy shopping. As, oh, God, I forgot they about do, this. Yeah, as they do. And um, Dan ends up telling Vanessa his most trusted and dear friend about the love child vanessa i we haven't seen vanessa in like three episodes she's back too and so is nate and also it's their anniversary side note what anniversary i don't <laughs> like three months or something maybe yeah well no yeah it might have been like three months i guess at this point because that, that makes sense right yeah 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 i'm thinking of Nella because they didn't hook up until like spring during sat um sat times so it couldn't be their year anniversary or anything like that no. they took on a long break and then they uh, had like it was jenny's fashion show where they got back together right right which was yeah probably three months i think it was yeah. three months yeah, they probably yeah. said three months too i just don't remember right um but yeah so regardless like they are celebrating which is cute very cute yay vanessa nate less mayonnaise <laughs> so um at the candy store there's like you know some concealed sneaking out of uh dan humphrey's coat nelly yuki is there and steals his phone oh nelly oh nelly 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 she is still on the minions shit list for what happened last week where mm-hmm. she tried to follow jenny being queen and they were like no so she's like pretty much banned from doing anything mm-hmm. so she's trying to get back at or she's trying to like get some sort of leeway into making herself not as hated. <laughs> so yeah, she has the phone and obviously Vanessa texts him, when are you going to tell uh, Serena about Rufus and Lily's child? Like, why so specific, Vanessa? What are you doing? How about like, when are you going to tell Serena? That's End. All. Yeah, exactly. When are you going to tell Serena? He or knows. Like- he knows what he's going to tell Serena. Or like, have you, have you told Serena? Yeah. Or like, or like have, have you, you talked talk to, to your Serena? dad or talked to Lily or talked like, when are you going to tell Serena about Rufus and Lily's child? Or like, how about so specific or how about a phone call? Maybe. Yeah. Or literally anything but the sentence that you said. Yeah. Anyways, I don't find that believable. But no. for a plot point, we <laughs> need it. Exactly. So shit's going down. So shit's that's going down. Yeah, that's approximately where we are with the Dan and Serena story before brunch. Right. So we're at the brunch. And at this brunch, oh my goodness, this brunch. So last time we've, had, we've seen them around a brunch was the second episode of the series. The Wild Brunch. The Wild Brunch, which was a fun episode and kind of like set the Way tone more for the- Way Absolutely. And kind of set the tone for the entire series. But on this episode is uh, Chuck. He, surprise brunch. Yeah. So Chuck- he doesn't know about this going nope. on. He doesn't know about this at all because Jack didn't inform him that he was selling, he was going to have a brunch. Because he wanted to be a surprise to show surprise. His, his support and compassion. So Blair has you know, set up this beautiful brunch because, of course, it's beautiful because Blair. And everyone's, at, yeah. everyone's at this brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan decides to show up because he like still needs to talk to Serena or like is trying to you know still cover up the fact that um that he's not not interested in her but also has a secret that he doesn't want to share but he wants Mm -hmm. to cover that up jenny's there because she's stalking eric and his boyfriend and 
Yeah, everyone is there. Uh, is is Nate there? I don't remember Nate being there, honestly. Mm, I don't think he was. I think he was. I think he was having fun with um, Vanessa. Yeah, I'm so, assuming. So at this brunch, you know, uh, Eric and Jenny get into a fight about. <laughs> I'm sorry, the storyline of Jenny and Eric fighting because Jenny keeps hanging out with Eric. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's just the thing is, like, the fact is Jenny doesn't have any friends. Besides Eric. Besides Eric. Like, she, you know, is not part of the minion circle anymore. Blair was having her own situation, so she's not really hanging out with Blair. Because I think, like, if Blair wasn't having so much issues with with Chuck, she might be friends mm. with... I, I, she re- she begrudgingly respects her, but I don't see them at a hangout. I don't know. But, like, I feel like there would be some sort of, you know, at least some kind of, like, interesting, like, com- um, co- competition happening there. Yeah sure but like that's not happening so jenny really doesn't have anyone to hang out with ever outside of her brother yeah she has a fight with eric about her constantly hanging out with him because he's like i want to have some alone time with jonathan which makes sense so what do you and jonathan want to do tonight actually uh jonathan and i we're thinking of just hanging out tonight just the just the two of us oh okay come on jenny we hang out with you all the time so don't act like you're doing me some big favor. Okay, you're acting ridiculous. Me? I wasn't going to say anything, but ever since you started dating Jonathan, it's like, my boyfriend this and my boyfriend that. It's like, okay, we get it. You have a boyfriend. Yes, but- I do. And I'm sorry that you don't, but it doesn't mean I have to invite you out every time we have plans. You are so conceited. You are so annoying. That is allowed. Yeah. And Jenny's like, but what about me? I know. Like, I'm sorry. Like, but like, you know, and like, it's not my fault. I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, you're so cool now because you have a boyfriend? He's like, uh, no, but like, I want to hang out with my boyfriend. because. <laughs> weird conversation i know it's just it's funny and i i don't know i honestly i don't know sometimes okay i'm gonna put this out there sometimes when i, I have friends who get boyfriends i get upset but like you don't really want to hang out with me i know me too and they're just like oh sorry i can't hang out with you ever because i have a boyfriend now i have to hang out with this new group of people yeah i know for real like i honestly whenever my friend gets a boyfriend i was like well it's nice to you yep goodbye forever i'll see you when you're single again it happens so <laughs> it happens it happens it's like happens. okay it's, it's... oh you're single now now we're gonna hang out yeah exactly which okay. is fine like, which... it's fine yeah. i'm here for you but also i want to be here for you when you don't need me to be here for you. Yeah, exactly. You feel like kind of used. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, okay, so I'm not good. I'm not, you know, I'm not any use of you until like you have a single friend. Yeah. Because I'm always single. <sighs> we'll always have each other share. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. It's fine. But, um, but yeah, so like Jenny's kind of going through the motions and having her feelings and trying to figure out why, um, Eric and Jonathan are being so mean to her. <laughs> because they're boyfriends and she's not. Yeah, she's like, it's not my fault. My, my boyfriend, Duh. Nate, got punched up by Dan and <laughs> we couldn't be together because he's like way older than me and also my best friend was into him and now they're dating. Oh so, like, Jenny's been having some, she's been having a rough few months. Like, yeah. She just wants to hang out and watch movies with her gay, her, her gay besties. Like Aww. that. Just wants to hang out with her gays, and she won't, and then we'll let her do that. So she's sad. They're boyfriends with each other. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to like kiss my boyfriend without you wondering what's oh going my God. on. Yeah. Um. So also at this brunch, um, the minions are there with their their new secret weapon of uh, or their new is it a secret weapon? I guess it would be a secret weapon yeah. or like a bullet or whatever. Um. Of how smoking gun a smoking gun of the love child of between Rufus and Lily, and they go up to Blair and they're like, "Hey, Blair." We have a really juicy piece of information and wanted your permission before we sent it. And Blair's like, whatever. I don't care about Gossip Girl. Uh, and then they <laughs> just sent it to Gossip Girl. 
Yeah, they're just kind of like out here. And they, and, and <laughs> everyone at the brunch gets the Gossip Girl blast about uh, Dan and Serena sharing a sibling. Is this true? Yeah, yeah, it is. Wow. Wow. Well, I guess it makes sense that we fight like siblings. Yeah, it's obviously a lot to absorb, but I think we should wait until we get all the facts. Serena. Dan, I'm sorry. I just need some time to process this alone. Yup. And it's just... Oh, man. So, like, this moment... It's... This part was weird, you know, because everyone is at the brunch. Everyone gets that text message. And then Dan and Serena are like, we don't read Gotham, girl. Yeah, you fucking do. Yeah, it's it's just, yeah. Like, like I said, this whole episode was very odd because it just didn't seem like nothing in, was in character for yeah. any of these any of these um any of these characters none of the motives sound felt like authentic yeah exactly like i feel like even even something as silly as like the jenny eric and john jonathan storyline that's yeah that's the only thing that's real yeah or believable rather. yeah it was believable but like even for jenny i feel like jenny would have gotten the hint that like yeah. oh you know blair planning a brunch with jack is not believable she hates him yeah so, um, like, he's also like low-key blackmailing her right and i think that's part of the reason why she was like you know begrudgingly doing it because he's blackmailing blackmailing her over the fact that they hooked up when um chuck was going through his thing over the christmas break so you know the, the blast goes out and of course it brings the purge to a screeching halt <laughs> you know everybody's like what the fuck and everybody's looking at dan and Serena like oh Y'all nasty. Ah, it's disgusting. Y'all nasty. Y'all yeah. nasty. Y'all out here. They share a sibling. It's gross. Yeah. And so Serena of Chloris is clearly hurt because she doesn't know this. Yeah. yeah. Dan's like, he's making that face like, oh God, I've just been waiting for everyone to find out. I didn't think it would be like this. And then Serena's like, so you knew about this. Yeah. And then so they, so she and Eric and uh, Jenny and Dan are all just like, okay, bye party. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to leave now. This is clearly the end of the party. Yeah. And so it's not the end of the party, actually. No. So what? another thing that happens is that the entire board is there for the surprise party for Chuck. Weird. Um, well, Jack invited them. He's like, yeah. you know, we should, you know, he essentially is like, I think his idea was kind of like inviting Chuck to the board to the board and like having an introduction. It's kind of like a nice introductory way of like you know okay this is your you're this new overlord now like this is your <laughs> new boss bring him into the fold and so like that's why it was like a nice classy brunch at the plaza mm-hmm. so you know they're trying to you know kind of make the transition if you will yeah seamless so ugh. um so they so jack ends up coming through the door without chuck and uh Blair's like where's Chuck and he's like oh he's in his office why don't we go upstairs and say hello like first of all why would you bring the party up to him what I don't know Mm. and so uh Blair's like okay bored follow me for some reason and they go up to the office where Chuck is snorting something I think he's snorting some coke he's having some fun he's having you know little kisses of uh, snow on his nose uh, okay (laughs) There's there's some like a half. He's riding the dragon awkwardly standing. He's riding the dragon. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> He's having a winter wonderland. Oh my god, you're still going. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more. He's got some fresh powder for skiing. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was not good. That was it's fine. Um what so else? Uh so he, he got some powdered sugar. <laughs> yeah. He uh frosted frosted tips. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing. He's got some frosting for his face. <laughs> He's doing coke. So, um, <laughs> he went. He visited the porcelain, the porcelain throne. Um, <laughs> no, that's when you throw up after drinking. <laughs> oh, I thought it was uh, the por or the or um, that was the porcelain when you like because you do coke off the the toilet seat. Oh, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I trust you. Um, regardless, <laughs> so he's doing <laughs> snow princess. <laughs> But he's doing coke, and Blair is like a gash. She's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta hide this," but it's too late. Everyone's here, and everyone sees you doing these immoral things. Yep. And so Jack, right on cue, comes in. He's like, "Oh yeah." So there's a whole like morality clause in the will, by the way. So now that you've clearly, you know, um, Defied the morality clause. Yeah, defy the morality clause. You can't be. You can't be. Uh, you can't be prison anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and the board, the board can replace you with your legal guardian, which is me. Oh my god! How did that happen? So surprising. Oh my god! So surprising. So so manipulative. So so gross. So yeah. So Jack essentially plants uh, Chuck with a bunch of coke and some random women that he doesn't <sighs> remember meeting. And so that he can get caught by the board so they can oust Chuck as the proprietor of Chuck, Chuck um, Bass Industries. Chuck now, Industries. Chuck Industries, Bass Industries. And now Jack, being the little guardian, is taking over. Fuck you, man. Fuck that's you. That's some fucked up shit to your family, fam. Like, that's you... some fucked up shit. He's the fucking worst. Like, that's your nephew, man. Like, that's your blood. That's like, even if you hated your brother... That's not your brother. Yeah, that's your that's that's essentially your a, a, a son surrogate. Like, yeah, what are you doing? You're his guardian. What are you What are you doing to this guy? Yeah, so like he's yeah fucking him over because he's pissed that his his brother treated him like shit. But that's that's your problem, man. That's not Chuck's. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, it's messed up, and Chuck during all this realizes he's treated you know Blair pretty shittily. Yeah, and he he tries to apologize, and she's just like... He brings flowers. Yeah, and so she she's just like... Got a bad haircut. <laughs> the worst haircut. I hate his hair in this episode. It's like two inches too long, and he's still trying to comb it down like it's a normal haircut. Like, you could see the tendrils starting to curl. Yeah, he did. Guy! Um, and... Oh, my God. Shit. And yeah, Blair's just like, you know... No, thank you, please. She's just like, everyone believed in you, except you. You didn't believe in yourself. It's too late, Chuck. I've stood by you through all of this, but I can't watch you self-destruct any longer. Jack, set me up. There's no one to blame but yourself. I believed in you. Your father believed in you. You are the only one who didn't. All I wanted to do was just be there 
But today, when you call me your wife, <laughs> made it sound like the ugliest word in the world. I believed in you, your dad believed in you, and then you didn't believe in you, so you can't have this. Yeah, like, you got what you deserve, man. Like, you didn't think that you were worthy. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it, it, it was a bummer, you know. She wanted to be supportive, but, like, you can't support somebody if they're not willing to, like, you know, put in the work. Try, yeah. Yeah. So, she dismissed him. And while all this is going on, Serena... Serena was, you know, she's like, I have to, I have to go be by myself right now mm-hmm. after the brunch. Yeah, I would too. Like, I need to be. Alone. Yeah, you need to process this shit. Like, I don't want to fucking process this. With my boyfriend and this yeah. weird ass shit that's happening. Wondering if your brother has his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so Gross. she goes home, and then Eric, being the wise young gay man that he is, <laughs> is like, Serena, like, we have to go over to them and talk to them. We shouldn't be by ourselves right now. So they go over to the Humphrey house and like discuss it and they're like you know what there are precedents for this like like you know Sharon, Josh and Clueless they actually mentioned that as a precedent oh I know for this oh I know and I like I saw that and I heard that I was like well they said oh my, my name God. I got really excited about them saying my name yeah share share pods share pods um so um they just hang out in the kitchen yeah and, and play board games yeah and Serena comes back and they're all kind of just there trying to like all process it together. And I feel like uh, Jenny and Eric are kind of like, cool, we're, we're siblings, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. They're pretty excited about it. Yeah, because they're like, Jenny's like, I've, I've wondered why we've always fought like siblings. Mm-hmm. And Dan's like, <laughs> this is fucking weird. This is horrible. It's, I hate it's everything. It's so weird. It's, it's so, so weird. weird. It's so weird. And like, there's no like, there's no way of getting out of it. Like, I don't know what the writers were thinking. Nope. Like, this is a thing. And, you know, it, it's gross. It's and creepy. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know how to make this into a positive, you know? And at that moment, Rufus and Lily come back. We haven't talked about Rufus and Lily. And we'll, and we'll talk about them in just a minute. But, like, they, you know, are back and they see their family. So, up until this point, you know, you've even kind of like seen Lily and Rufus. Yeah. So, this is like they're, they're in Boston looking for right. their love child. Which is the third part of this episode is yeah. this, is this storyline. But they've been looking for their child in Boston. And it's like, it's, there's not a lot that happens in Boston. Like, they they find like they go to an adoption agency and they're like we can't give you anything because it was a closed adoption and then Lily's like oh, but why and then Rufus is like I hate you because you kept this child from me and then they uh, have a fight <laughs> Lily's like I didn't want to tell you about this because I thought you might hate me when I still love you oh hey I was just gonna call down and have a car brought around I don't think I'm ready to go Rufus what Lily family could change their mind. We should write them a letter and explain that we just want to meet the boy. The parents don't want that. What about what I want? This works out well for you. You don't want to meet your son. Oh. You don't think I haven't thought about this boy every day of his life? You want to meet him. Have you thought about what happens after that? What if we find out he's had a horrible life? 
Or what if we instantly love him and then it's very clear that we've made a terrible mistake? My only fear is feeling like we failed to try everything. But we can keep trying from New York. We don't have to stay here. Why not, Bill? It's another day. Is that too much to ask? Yes. Yes, it is, because this whole search has been so excruciating, I don't want to go through it anymore. I don't want to spend another day, yet another minute, trapped in this hotel room, scared that you're going to hate me forever, when I'm still in love with you. So we find out that Rufus, uh, or Lily still loves Rufus, and Rufus is blown away by this admission that he immediately kisses her. And it was, I mean, like, obviously. Yeah. Like all of us, they were gonna uh, fuck. Like, it was just only a matter of time. It had, it all only took Boston and a love child. Ugh, gross. The bean so, town. The bean town. Um, so then they have sex in Boston, and then yeah, the adoption do. agency contacts them again, and they're like, hey, the family doesn't want to see you. And they're like, well, fuck. And then the dad, the adoptive dad, contacts them, and he says, um, hey guys, like we, we did adopt him and he had like a very nice life. He was very happy, but also he died in a riptide like last year or two years ago or something like right. that. And so we find out that the adoptive son died. Right. And that's like, that's obviously really jarring and sad for Rufus and Lee because they'll never get to meet their son. Right. Um, but then like 30 seconds later, we find out that he's not actually dead. It was last year. Andrew was sailing with some friends. They jumped in the water. Andrew got caught in a riptide. I'm so sorry. Um... Yeah, if we had known, we wouldn't have even bothered you. It's my wife. She's had trouble with it. It was too painful for her to tell you because... Uh, well, it's too painful for her to tell anyone. Um, this is from the newspaper. Um, I just need to know, was he happy? Barry always had a smile on his face from the beginning. Not at all. So, like, you know, so the father, the adopted father, had contacted Rufus and Lily. You're like, yeah, you know, our uh, your son didn't die, blah, blah, blah. But then you find out, actually, he did not. He did not die. They just covered it off because they didn't want, you know, they didn't want to lose another son. Yeah, so you find out they, like, they probably had a first son who died. They had a child who ha- who was their older brother to Rufus and Lily's son, apparently. And who had passed away, you know, in a riptide accident, gone foul. So they just didn't want you know, their son being taken away from them. And especially cause uh, Rufus and Lily. Okay. So <sighs> Rufus and Lily had a child 19 years ago, meaning that that kid would be 19 years old, meaning that lawyers and money couldn't do anything in this case to make him like, he's, he's an adult now. Like, yeah. He's not, you can't take away an adult from his parents. Right. Legally, I, I like I don't I didn't understand right. that. That felt weird. Yeah, but also like at this point too, you know he's you know he's past the age of eighteen, 
I feel like if he had wanted to find out who his parents yeah. were, he could have found out who his parents were. Yeah, very were. true. So like, you know, you know, obviously this kid doesn't want to be found or even knows about what's going on. So there's something afoot here. I mean, like, this is like one of many lives we'll probably figure out from this kid. I mean, like, because the kid is alive. So there's something going on there. Yeah. But, so. for, but for the time being, Rufus and Lily don't know that. They know that their child has passed. And that's all I know. That's the only truth they know. So like now I have to move on with whatever. And now that like Rufus and Lily um, don't have this child anymore together, that kind of makes it okay that uh, that Dan and Serena are together. Yeah, because, like, it's while still they, gross. I mean, oh, oh, I don't know. It's super gross, but like the kid's dead. It's like doesn't it's matter fine, anymore. We'll never know if his eyes were like his mom's or his dad's. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I don't have to worry about like if I'm kissing my sister or my brother, and I'm, like yeah. it's gross. It's like it's, but he's dead. He's not in this world anymore. Which, so like it kind of like you know. It, uh, it makes cancels it out okay. the whole issue, I guess. But it also makes it open for there to be more drama later in the series. Absolutely, because Which it, there will be for sure. And again, the the characters don't know the 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 son's still alive. They yeah. just know that, like you know, for the time being, he's dead. So yeah, that is the episode. Yeah, and so, so Rufus and Lily go back to the house, and there are all four children of theirs playing together like they're a family. Ah, sweet. Except for one. Except two of them are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Our children are fucking. Facts are facts. The Rufus and Lily story. <laughs> facts are facts. A love story. Oof. So yeah, that's the episode. So we'll be right back after this message. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Sorry Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending that they were actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like these are my glasses, my new glasses, aren't I cute? Like they didn't even have prescriptions? Oh yeah, they didn't have prescriptions. And I was just like out here. I'm looking, here for this. And actually... Actually, like, got a guy's number off. Like, I like your glasses. Like, thank oh you. God. So, if you want a guy's number or a girl's number or whomever you de- desire, number. Or just general attention. And you can do that too. I mean, who doesn't want numbers or attention? You can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash postlaudus so you know they came from us. Again, that is warbyparkertrial.com slash postlaudus to get your free five day home try on. And now, back to the show. All right, fashion, 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 fashion. So, yeah, what were some of the fashions that you enjoyed this week? Um, I really did not like Serena's sweater dress that she wore for the brunch. So it was like this, uh, like V neck sweater. Like I like, I would like it if it didn't have like these weird sequins all over. I was just thinking that, like the embellishments are awful. I think if it was just like a plain black dress, it would have been way more sexy. But like, there's just it's it's really low cut and like looks really nice on her. But the fucking silver embellishments is so 2009. Yeah, and it's like painfully 2009. It looks like a galaxy. It looks like a star. (laughs) It looks like a star. She looks like she looks like sun stardust. She looks like Serena. That's very pretty. Uh. Um, I really enjoyed Blair's brunch outfit. I love the pussycat dye. I oh, love, yeah, I love that. I love it. It's so cute. Um, um, so Chuck wore uh, Union Jack cufflinks because why? I don't know. Because Ed, Ed Westwick is English. <gasps> That's right. Maybe so the oh shout out to his comfort. It was kind of like a what's up dogs to yeah. his, English, his English guys. He also has this really, really ugly trench coat. That's like... Mm. I like trench coats and I like like tan trench coats, but this one for some reason had black piping on it yeah, in a not cute way. 
maybe it was I'm, I'm sure it was Burberry like I mean or yeah or London but Fog but like cute. yeah yeah not good um I did not like Jenny's dress her brunch dress oh, she, it, was, it like, was terrible it was it was very 90s like it looked like a tank dress on top of turtleneck I guess yeah it was like there was a lot of like weird like angles Strappy to it things. yeah and like there was like kind of like geometric but like color blocking in a way that I do not like Mm-mm. because I think color blocking was like really it was getting really popular around then yeah but I like color blocking in like blocks and not like separated i don't know it looked weird yeah it was not it was not interesting um i think also because like it was really high-waisted as well mm-hmm. which you know for someone like the thing is like people with highway it jenny does not have the bus size for a high-waisted dress like high-waisted dress should be with people who like you know have like you know like like uh like a like a like um like a bus like serena's or like someone who um I don't know. That like, dress was just bad. Yeah, but like it was high. But like I feel like most like the cuts are not good like, for like someone with like a straighter, like a thin shape. Yeah, because she's like fifteen. Right, but like also regardless, even if you're like you know twenty nine or whatever like that, if you have like a thin shape, um, high waisted anything that's not gonna look well on you. It just it's just it's just an, a hang well really. I mean I don't know for me. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Well, but like, I just did not like that. Well, like dress. Empire, like the way like Empire waisted dresses stuff uh-huh. like that. Like like I feel like a lot of those don't like hang well because like you have no real shape. I think it's just that her dress is ugly. Okay, that it was just like fair. It, it had like why did it have weird almost cutouts but not cutout? I don't know. And she's wearing a turtleneck underneath it. Not okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, I loved the little um ensembles that the minions were wearing. Oh my god, they're always so cute. They're so cute and color coordinated. We don't talk about their outfits enough. We do not. We they need to have their own subsection in the fashion report. Fashion. They have um, like some sort of cream colored like uh Jackie O style or inspired mm-hmm. suits that they're wearing at the brunch. For oh, sure. So cute. It's very cute. Um. All they needed was someone wearing a pillbox hat. Oh my god! Perfect. Wait, was uh, Penelope not? Because I'm picturing her now with a pillbox hat. She might. But I think have. I might have just superimposed it on because no, they're wearing all. Imagine. They're all wearing headbands. Oh, of course. But still, yeah. Also, um, I'm glad that Blair is continually not wearing headbands. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, I don't think she like she doesn't look right in a headband. No. Like, yeah, like everyone else kind of looks good in a headband, but she does not. Is that get- part of her like uh, book? character that she always wore headbands yeah oh okay so she has yeah. to wear them yeah but like her um but like like the actress lena uh, meester does not look good enough no. you know, and she does not look good in a headband at all she looks it just makes her look really dowdy yeah and also her face is really small like it kind of like it it just, overimposes her yeah it makes her look really young too yeah like really young really young like oof. yeah so it like like without the headband it, like she it, she looks graceful <laughs> As opposed to like looking like a like a like a goony little kid, <laughs> like a minion. Yeah, exactly. So only um, minions wear headbands. Yeah. Relationship. <laughs> Don't be a minion. Be a Blair. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I also love um Dan's gray sweater. The sweater that he's like, that's like making the rotation. I feel like he Dan looks so good in sweaters. He really does. He's a, he is he's a dude who can sweater. Yeah. Um, here for it he's making me sweater oh um, <laughs> hey, well, that was good thank you um, tech low tech oh tech low tech um, I had one so when the adoptive dad is talking to Rufus and Lily he gives him a newspaper clipping that he had saved of his son's death I which what, I thought that was kind of weird yeah that he brought that and also kept it like proof 
that Rufus and Lily wouldn't believe him? I don't know. I mean... Also, who reads newspapers? Just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, like, I have, like, um my grandfather, he was in, he was he, he had an obituary in the, in the paper. We have that clipping. Oh, true. So, like, I guess it was kind of like an obituary, kind of yeah. like a little bit. Not so much like, you know. It looked like a news story. I, th- I think it might have been because the kid was so young yeah. when he passed away. And, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's a memento. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's part of the grieving process. Mm, who knows? That's very true. But um, but regardless. It's it, an old tech, low tech moment. For sure. Um, my old tech, low tech is something I really guess we haven't talked about too much. But, like, whenever the characters have phone calls, they have, like, the character's name and then calling. And I've never in my whole life have ever seen that actually happen in a real life setting. Like, <laughs> you know, someone's calling me and it says their name flashing. It doesn't say anything about like such and such calling. calling. Like, obviously Text they're calling me. From. Right. You know, exactly. It's always. Ob- I feel like it shows up on my phone like that now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's just like a person's name. Yeah. They don't say the calling. Obviously it's calling because you're calling me. Like. What What else would this giant screen takeover thing be? Right. So, I don't know. That's always one of my like. So many flip phones. So many flip phones. So many flip phones. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? So many white guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so many flip phones. Yeah. So, there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of flip phones still. We haven't gotten to the age of smart phones yet yeah 2009 i'm trying to i i feel like i had a a well, blackberry at least in 2009 yeah. yeah like smartphones i still don't think were um ubiquitous to like 2010 2011 yeah i think you're right i think that's when like everyone they're rich you know like they should yeah. they should be up on that yeah they should have an iphone at this point gossip but, girl like come on yeah but i also feel like at this point in like in this is just like in the show like the show was sponsored by verizon oh very true and um the iPhone was only on AT&T for like yeah. a long time. So, um, like, yeah, I don't think, I honestly don't think, um, iPhone breached out until like 2011 or 12. That's when mm. I think they went out to, I think that's when it branched out. Wow. That's so recent. I know. If only like, I mean, like everybody had an iPhone, but like everybody was on AT&T for a long time. Yeah. So, um, and once they got, once they broke that, um, contracts they were able to get out of that then they were able to be um so so ubiquitous like everyone either has a smartphone or an iphone but um but yeah there's still a lot of dumb phones hanging out at the phones. phones sometimes I, I get very nostalgic i, I love the word dumb phone i do too it's, it's so very, cute so cute um so music this week they have franz ferdinand i love franz ferdinand oh you girls oh my god i didn't realize that was franz ferdinand i love that song i really love that song i love that album um ulysses was oof i played that song like, i played that album like incessantly in 2009 oh my god i did i was about that album it was so good um what else played um the faint which is also a very 2008 2009 oh my god band. i forgot about the faint gosh i when i was when when she was emo um I when hey <laughs> sorry no no that's no, fine I'm, 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 that's my brand okay share yeah. pass <laughs> yeah um yeah, that's a very fair assessment. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, I was uh, definitely, definitely very much into the faint 
in like 2007, 2008. So it was fun hearing them play. Um, I don't have any musical moments. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so. Stray observations? Stray observations. Um, gosh, I didn't really have many stray observations this week. I think just because like I, I it, was, it was a very um boring episode, but I did like um Blair, not Blair, Jenny, um, they wanted to watch, um, they wanted to have a movie marathon. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the, act, uh, the fuck, I'm like blanking right now on the movie marathon they wanted to have, but like, I just love the idea of like having 14 mar- year old teens. Yeah, having movie marathons about like old classic movies because that's I think very. Was it like Humphrey Bogart or something like that? Something like that, but like, it was every like, like old Hollywood. And it yeah. just reminded me a lot of like my teen years because a lot of my oh teen my years. Shares relating. <laughs> yes. <'cause a> lot <laughs> Finally. Of, right? Well, like a lot of my teen years, like watching TCM. So, like. Turn of classic movies for those who are not yeah. in the know, but yeah, like I watched a lot of like Betty Davis and like Humphrey Bogart, and Lauren McCall, and you know, watching you know, obsessing over these starlets of yesteryear and just like watching them and we're like, why are we classic? Why aren't we interesting anymore? Blah blah blah. And obsessing over like Audrey Hepburn and Catherine Hepburn and um, you know, and and Spencer Tracy and all those wonderful movies and watching musicals and you know, hating everybody who is like current because it was just, like everybody sucks and one's not original anymore because i was that an ass sucks, dude yeah so um yeah it was really cute and i also liked that <laughs> eric and jonathan had matching backpacks oh my god i love that so much so did jenny jenny was, was like did you know you guys have matching backpacks like of course they fucking know they're dating each other <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> so cute so those are my straight observations what about you um, my my favorite thing I think that happened was Chuck was surmising what his dad could possibly have written in the, to him in his letter, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Why do you wear so much purple? I, Chuck, why do you wear so much purple? Inquiring mind want to know. Purple's my favorite color. It's a good uh, color. Um, put that out there for 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 listeners who want to buy me a gift for Christmas. Um, you should buy me something purple. Buy me purple. Just purple. Just whatever. Purple. Just purple. The color is great. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, and when, oh yeah, when Dan and Vanessa are at the the candy shop, some like eleven year old girls see them and they're like, "Dan, we can't believe you would cheat on Serena again." And with with Vanessa and Vanessa's like, "You guys know who I am." <laughs> like, kind of flattered that oh, they know God, her. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, because the girls are back. Like, oh, not you guys yeah. again. The same girls who are like in episode two of the the season. Oh my and God! Who- and the in the park in Central Park where yeah. they like meet up with Serena and Dan. Right. And also the gr- the girl who uh took the picture of Jenny when Jenny and Nate were kissing. Oh yeah. So they're back again. I love them. They're kinda of like the like the muses who are like They're just... so they're I like it when they come back. Yeah, they're kinda of like the uh the um gosh and like you know like in Shakespeare where they yeah. had like, you know, the muses or, you know, the uh the um, Yeah, chorus. The chorus, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So yeah, it's very cute. Um, kind of like they're playing like a, a, a um a um, audience surrogate. So yeah, exactly. Really fun. Um, so yeah, I want to read the episode. Yeah, I'll give it a six. Okay, I was gonna give it a five. Yeah, it was watchable, but not that watchable. Um, I gave it a six because I really liked the Jenny and Eric thing. I don't know how much is dumb, but I liked that element of it. <laughs> um, like the least important part of what happened. I really yeah. I also liked that um Blair kind of took um care of herself like you know she saw that ch- the Blair, that chuck was fucking up but she's like you know what i'm taking care of me yeah like i'm not gonna like accept you like yeah like you're giving me flowers but like fuck off like 
No, you can't just mistreat me. She, she throws the flowers back at him in the elevator. Like, yeah, good. She, yeah, she's like, no, like, you know, you threw it back at my face, like, you know, like, I'm not your girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. Like, I wasn't trying to be your girlfriend, you yeah. asshole. Like, I was trying to like, support you and be your friend, the only friend you probably have in this world. And you threw it back at my face, so fuck off. And it's like, yes, thank you. Like, you deserve so much better, Blair. I know. Don't be with Chuck. Yes, you Don't deserve- even try. Yes. Like, I was just very excited to see that development. Yours. Um, let's see. I I think one thing I forgot to mention is that uh, Nate and Dan reconcile in this episode after the whole yeah, like him punching him over Jenny or whatever. Do, yeah. And Dan's like, so I'm just bringing this up because of Chuck not having friends, but Nate showed up, and then Chuck was like, "Hey, I know how you're feeling with this whole Gossip Girl scandal because when I had the scandal going." I knew who my friends were, and my friends were you, Dan. I love you. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he, he thinks that I know it. Oh, yeah. He felt it in his heart. Oh, my God. He said it with his eyes. He did. <laughs> and his lips. <laughs> <laughs> and his heart. Yeah. Um, That's funny. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the episode, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us host in their space. Thanks for this loudness for being an awesome collective filled with shows hosted by people of color, women and queer-identified hosts. You learn more about them at postloudness.com. I want to give a shout-out to Warby Parker for sponsoring this episode this week. And we'll be back next week, but we're not going to review an episode next week. We're going to review a movie! The best movie in the world! Yes. The worst movie in the world, actually. Yes. Um. So there's a movie that's on your Netflix right now that you should watch prior to this episode so you can know what we're talking about. But it's called Chalet Girl. It- starring a young Felicity Jones who is a star of Rogue One Star yeah. Wars Rogue One and a young a slightly older version of Chuck Bass aka oh Ed Westwick Ed this Westwick. movie came finally out playing, Brit- playing British yeah playing his um playing his native land of England the English ton still sounds fake for some reason right so we'll get into all of that um next week but until next time you, you know, know you love us XOXO Gossip Girls Post loudness.